Hey everyone, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for our anime jam session with DJ Ranma S and Kuro Usagi. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> But as I said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X probably brings to you the tag team champion of the world, the awesome DJ Ronda S, the sexy Kuro Usagi, the new age anime jam sessions, and welcome to the live podcast! <laughs> I am your host, Kuro Usagi. And I am your host, DJ Ronma S. <laughs> I just realized what we just did there. <laughs> oh, well, you stop it. You stop it. Today, like I said, we're, this is our 20th episode. Can't believe we actually made it this far without falling apart. Yeah. To commemorate, I'll take it off later. <laughs> hey, <to> podcast. <laughs> To commemorate this, we're here live at one of the, the best anime conventions on the East Coast, Zenkai Con. <laughs> you got that right. Get, give yourselves a round of applause. This con pulled an anime Boston, which means when anime Boston first started the first year, they closed the convention on Friday because it hit fire code. So many people. I was there too. Give yourselves a round of applause. You brought a con down the fire code. Oh, that is so great. Sure, you get this sick. <laughs> yeah, have a seat. Have a seat. So on the 20th episode of Anime Jam Session, today we have a couple of awesome guests with us. We have the talented Bill Rogers. And the lovely Michelle Knott. Before we begin, in case our fans here haven't heard, could you give yourselves a brief description of and let the people know who you are? Sure, okay. <laughs> I'm Bill Rogers. Um, I uh, started off working in 2001 with Right Stuff International's uh, release of Assemble Insert. From there, I worked on Boogie Pop Phantom, uh, His and Her Circumstances. Uh, gravitation, where is the voice of Thomas Siguchi? <laughs> wow, I think I, uh, there was a fan boy who got excited yeah. about that. The like, yeah, gravitation, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, from there, I, I worked on uh, uh, Genshiken as uh, Tanaka Soichiro. Yes, yes, Genshiken fans unite, anime yeah. fans. Yeah. Woo! And, um, and, and uh, you, you can hear me Saturday mornings on Cartoon Network is Brock and various other Pokemon in Pokemon. So cool. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm Michelle Nott. Hello. I'm a voice actress and I've been working in the industry for about five years now. I started as Hajime Yagi in the world of Norway. I was Takako Kawashima in Shoot Fighter Tekken. Those are two Central Park Media shows. Um, in Two Heart, I played Matsumoto. And in the third, The Girl with the Blue Eye, I played uh, Cindy, Rosali, and Greta and the Fairy. Um, she doesn't have a name. She's just called The Fairy. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, in Genshiken. I was in Genshiken also. I got to play Ogiwe Chika in Genshiken. And in, uh, I played Koyuki Asagiri 
in um, uh, Could You Be Unbalanced? I forgot the name for a second. Could You Be Unbalanced? I forgot the name for a second. Uh, I play Jesse and May and Nurse Joy in Pokemon. And I get. Oh, Bill didn't say. He didn't say. Uh, Bill and I got to be in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Bill got to play Lucario. And I was the Pokemon trainer and Squirtle and a bunch of different other Pokemon that were in there. <laughs> That's about it. Something like that. Our mad Pokemon skills. Thank you, thank you. And before, Maddie, before you go, everyone give Maddie a round of applause. Your con has brought this place to fire code. What do you have to say about that? OMG, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's you mean great. not water, big fire, no time any. <laughs> All right. And there's one giant Robo fan. <laughs> All right, now let's get down to the interrogation. Uh-oh. Who are you interrogating? Oh, uh, depend- uh, it depends on who wants who wants to go first. Uh, well, as as any good actor would do, I'm going to throw Michelle in front of the train. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is evil. I'll, I'll wow. take the hit. It's okay. We are going to answer some FAQs today. You know what FAQs are? I didn't want to say it like long. I have okay. no idea. Oh my God! It's frequently asked questions. Oh my God. Okay. It's, it's not that bad, really. It's frequently asked questions. <laughs> yeah. Over to the Sorry, doing a little pulse here. Oh, definitely. We'll get some questions in. Now, if everyone is nice and behaved, you'll get a chance to ask a couple of questions, all right? If you kind of, if you cross the line, we will we'll send somebody up to kick you senseless. <laughs> yeah, she will do it. <laughs> yeah, the one in the back. She'll definitely do it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Okay, um, question number one. This is going to go to both of you, but I guess Michelle's going to go first. Um, was voiceovers actually your first choice of career, or did it just kind of fall into your lap? Uh, let's see. Well, I started out actually as a theater major in college, um, so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be on stage. So I did want to act in a sense, since voice acting is partially acting. Um, a lot of people say in order to get into voice acting, you really should have some kind of theater acting background. Um, but from there, I transferred schools, and I switched to radio and television broadcasting, and I actually went into news for a little bit. I worked for a CBS and NBC affiliate out in Pennsylvania, well, here in Pennsylvania, actually, in, in Scranton, up by the Poconos. We'll spare Scranton, if you guys know that area, or if you're from there. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I moved back to New Jersey. I worked for MSNBC for a little bit in Secaucus in New Jersey. Um, and I really didn't like to work in news anymore. And I got really sad and depressed because it was like, you know, this person died today. This fire happened today. And I was like, I don't get out of this industry. I hate it. So um, that was kind of my transition, I guess, into anime but I started out in theater so I really wanted to you know be on stage and stuff but uh but I love voice acting too because it's it's acting but it's like just using your voice and you get to wear pajamas to work no I'm just kidding <laughs> I don't wear pajamas to work <laughs> sometimes if I'm late <laughs> don't really put your wearing William? qualifying as clothing it's not pajamas uh, uh well no um 
I also came from an acting background, uh, but I was a huge anime fan and, and, and went to lots of anime conventions. And it was like, you know, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup thing. It's peanut butter and chocolate are great together. So um, <laughs> I, I kind of knew that uh, even though I was doing the acting thing, I always kind of, when I was a little boy, I used to make all sorts of strange voices and really piss my mom off and, you know, <laughs> confuse the dog and all that great stuff. So I guess I kind of always felt that there was some sort of uh, a wanting to do that. But I actually had, had been very heavily into art when I was in high school, and it wasn't until I got into college that I really got more into acting. But I knew I wanted to do something creative. And for the years leading up to when I was working on Pokemon, when I was working on other projects, I held a lot of different jobs from, you know, insurance agent to medical billing rep at a hospital to to working in retail. So I, I held down a lot of different jobs while I was doing the gig-to-gig voice work for different companies. But now I've got the steady Pokemon gig, so now I am working as a as a full-time voice actor for a change. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's, it was it was it was a long road getting from there to here. But uh, you know, here we. Yes, okay. absolutely. Especially in the beginning. In the beginning, oh, when you're yes. starting out. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gig-to-gig industry, and as a lot of you know, that shows run anywhere from 6 to 12 to 36 episodes. But when they're done, they're done. So uh, it's great when you got a gig, and then when it's gone, it's where's the next one? So <laughs> good to keep in mind. I know I've just totally killed the buzz. <laughs> Everybody in this room is like, oh, man. <laughs> I hate Thank, you, Will Rogers. Thanks, thanks you. dude. Thanks for killing the dream. <laughs> oh, yes. As long as Pokemon goes forever. There's Pokemon right there. Keep the dream alive, Pikachu. <laughs> Can, can I tell a funny story? Yes. Is that cool, too? I got, I got a really funny blockbuster okay, story. The mic is a little powerful, so you don't Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Back off, back off. Yeah. How, where should I... <laughs> where should I hold it? Like, here? Is there that cool? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, okay, I got a cool blockbuster story. This is funny. Uh, I was in Blockbuster with my friend Paul one day. And we saw paprika on the shelf. Did anybody see paprika yet? Yeah. Yeah. Paprika. Woo. And I haven't. I didn't see it yet. And I didn't even like look at the back. I was just, oh, paprika! I heard so much about this. So we got, we got to get this. So I just, he's like, okay. And I just like made the decision right there. I grabbed it off the shelf, brought it up to the front desk. I didn't even look at the back. I'm like, oh, I just, I heard so much about this. And I gave it to the guy. And as he was like ringing us up, I, I was looking at Paul, and I just said, oh, I, I you know, I wonder if. Um, if this is in English or, or Japanese, I didn't read the back of it. I don't know. So the guy behind the counter turns to me and he says, "Oh, oh, let me explain to you what this is. This is an anime, and like what they do is they get like voice actors, right? And what they do is they translate it from Japanese to English, and and then they dub it into English, right? So my friend Paul is dying laughing right now. The guy looks at him like, "What are you laughing at, man?" And because <laughs> I'm just looking at him like, really? Okay. Uh-huh. You know? And so Paul looks at me and he goes, should I tell him? And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know? And the guy's like looking at him like, what, what's your problem? You know? And 
<laughs> so Paul turns to the guy, because I gave him um, a credit card instead of cash, so he had my name. So Paul goes, Google her name. And he's like, what? He's like, Google Michelle Knotts. And he just grabs the video and walks out of the store. And I'm like, sorry, bye. <laughs> That's my funny blockbuster story. <laughs> Oddly enough, there were a lot of charges on your credit card after that. Yeah. <laughs> She's a star. She's got to be loaded. She's got loaded, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing diamonds on yes. her. Yes. Like, we're, we're making that thing. big cartoon <laughs> cash. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I guess Monocle Rich. Monocle Rich. <laughs> your story? Oh, What's your uh, story? Oh, um, I said a funny story. But uh, I, don't, I don't know if I have a funny story. Uh, when, I, when I'm asked the question about favorite uh, characters, I usually say that I'm, I'm very grateful for Thomas Eguchi for putting me on the map because <laughs> before that... Yay! <laughs> before that, when I would go to conventions, like people would be like, you were who and what? <laughs> And so uh, that was a really big deal because I remember my first convention after doing gravitation, like people were like, I got Cole, I got Tom I've actually had like people like get like really like freaked out. I'm like, that's great because like I I just I I I just amazed that the fandom is that alive and 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 fervent for it because it's so cool that like people love the show that much that they think that like this is like so great that I did this. And you know, I just walked. I just walked into the booth and talked into somebody's can. But um, <laughs> but um, the uh, the uh, taking that a step further when I was cast as Brock, that really, really like just it made an even bigger impact. But personal favorite, I would have to say, is actually Tanaka from Genshin, because yes. <laughs> there's a little bit of fanboy in all of us. <laughs> I have one uh -oh. question for you, Michelle. <laughs> after that whole, after that little thing at Blockbuster, when you went back, was the same guy there? Oh, I, I just put in the Dropbox slot. <laughs> 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 you just see somebody run up against the glass. Michelle! Does anybody in the audience have any questions? Requests? What kind of requests? Because we won't do voices on on your your radio show doing odd sexual things. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't do those things here in, uh, in Radio Land. Radio. <laughs> uh, Q two just do an improv dialogue as May and Brock. Please. <laughs> uh, uh, I, 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 like I said, we can't. It, it might it might be taken the wrong way. So, <laughs> no, please, no voice requests. Yes, and um. Apple contacted me about the explicit tag, so we kind of kind of keep it clean. <laughs> ah, that's that's another thing too. Yeah, you have a question, Garo? Come on, Garo, come on up, come on, yeah, come on up. We only have one mic. We're sorry. When you guys go to conventions, you go there, and can you enjoy them as well? That's a good question. I I, I, I do. We've ever gotten that question before. I, I I don't I don't know. I don't think I have. I I've, I've mentioned in panels that I I have gone to conventions before. Uh, becoming a, an anime voice actor, and I continue to go. 
it's just now people actually invite me to come, which is really cool. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you out there, and we'll, we'll put you up in a hotel, and all you got to do is go talk about how great it is to be a voice actor. I'm like, okay, I'm up. Sign up for that. <laughs> the only thing is is that I get less time in the dealer's room because I usually, with running from panel to panel and stuff, I don't get to – to, to, to hit as many events as I used to. I try to get into the video game every once uh, to the video game room every once in a while. We were playing poppin' music last night, which was fun. We want to play Guitar Hero, but there's just a mob scene over there, so we, we can't get into that. And, and you know, I don't want to be a you know a a, a a rude, horrible expletive that I won't say on your radio show and be like, I'm Brock, man, give me the guitar. <laughs> so. So, you know, you got to be polite. This is Lucario. Let me play Smash Brothers. <laughs> I'm Lucario. Don't make me shoot you with an aura sphere. <laughs> what about you? Do you... Do you uh... <gasps> there you go. I love this song. It's the whole version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Can we, can we get clapping to the song? Like, can people clap with the song and then they can hear it like that? Sure, yeah. Oh, double time. Nice. Conventions, did you ever like to cosplay as any characters? <laughs> Oddly enough, I played Tanaka the cosplay fanboy in Genshiken, but I can't so I can't so to save my life. I he also likes to build model kits and I've had very many frustrating experiences building model kits. I had that one guy who like could like boil resin kits and like make all sorts of wonderful things and like I would glue my hands together with a snap kit. I mean, you know, I just, <laughs> I wasn't very good. I think my, my, uh, my, my, my greatest achievement was I built a Gundam kit and it didn't fall apart. It was, it was a double O, it was it, uh, what was, uh, Stardust Memories, the OVA. Was that 0080 or 0083 or one of those? I got the big-ass one with the gigantic shield, and I was so happy. I was like, I built the model, and it didn't break. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I appreciate and understand where all of that stuff comes from, but I'm technically inept when it comes to that stuff. Still love anime, though. So <laughs> and, actually, I have a, a, a quick funny Studio Genshiken story that I was going to say was we really kind of lucked out because uh, I didn't know uh, Michelle when I first started doing Genshiken and um, we uh, we did uh, that first season and then 
recently we did the Kujibiki Unbalanced series, and they had Genshiken OVAs, and those were the episodes that introduced Ogiwe. And um, we, when I was working with uh, uh, Bill Timoney, the director of Gravitation directed Genshiken as well, so he's, he's a really great anime director. But he was like, oh, we need another girl, so I think I'm going to hold auditions. And I was like, I have somebody who I think would be really, really good. She is an anime fangirl. And the funny <laughs> thing about it was that... Uh, <laughs> She's the, the the character in the in the anime is kind of a, a yaoi fangirl, <laughs> and I was like, I think I know somebody who can kind of work off of personal experience, because when I first met her in the studio, she was like, Oh my God, don't lie, she wouldn't give it to me. So I was like, Yeah, she'd be perfect for the part, and so he let her he let her read for it, and that was it. I mean, it was just it wasn't even a question. It was she's she's he was like, she's, Love the read, great it, let's go. Bill's directing to the point. Don't send uh, this to Bill. Yes, don't, don't <laughs> let Bill find out about this. No, Bill Bill is a great director. He's really he's the another Bill. He's the he's the uh, he's the, the consummate actors actors director because he really has such a, a body of work and experience behind him. And when he works in the studio, he's just very no nonsense and he knows how to like pull all the great stuff out of the actors. And like if you flub and you're like, oh, sorry, he's like, we don't have time for sorry. Just pick your ass up and keep going. <laughs> so uh, he does he does great work and uh, we love working with him. But yeah, yes, he's awesome. But now we're both fans in a fan show. It's it's a paradox that falls in upon itself. But um, I'm yes, okay. So I guess should we we ask another question or? Well, oh. well, we did talk about cosplay. I do believe we have a, f a familiar story as well. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I tried to. Because the question was if you cosplayed. I cosplayed as. Oh, there we go. I'm going to so punch Can you now. guess by the sound of the music? <laughs> Before I. She's really cool as Spike. Yeah, she looks I, I was I got these long legs so I could. Yeah, that's why I wanted to cosplay Spike. No, it was Faye. <laughs> I, I cosplayed as Faye Valentine a long time ago. I can't even remember what year it was. And it's like when we met somewhere, and I can't remember, like... I still say it was uh, 2006, because in 07, I didn't go to Otacon, so... Right, because I haven't gone in a while, because Otacon got so big. Somewhere in there. Somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> I love the song. <gasps> this was on um, the game, too, Poppin' Music. Yes. Oh, yeah, this was Tank was on yeah, poppin' music. That was awesome. Was right. That was really cool. Oh, yeah, Miss Anakoku was, was, was on there. Yeah. Oh, was on there. We gotta go back and play. Yeah, to the game. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Later, I'll show you which one it is. All right, great. Yes, we played Moonlight Densetsu. Tank was a lot harder to beat. <laughs> that was very difficult. Yeah. I was I was able to um pull off. Uh, tank and Moonlight Dentist, but then again, I do have the game at home. Uh, yeah. Cheater. <laughs> not, a che not a cheater, but I enjoy the game. Somebody said, an... hey, look who's here. It's Uncle Yo. Hey. Hey, Uncle Yo is here. I, I know, I did make a line of symmetry, but I, I don't know what happened to it. So everyone decided to go spinny spinny in their chairs before you guys showed up. These chairs awesome. Having a background in um, theater and that, um, do you have any uh, plays that you would think would translate well that already haven't been translated into anime? Plays that would translate into anime? Oh, that's Oh, well, cool. they did, they did uh, Romeo and Juliet. 
in, a, in an anime. Romeo X Juliet. Yes. Romeo X Juliet. Cool. Right. It was, I, I never saw it though. Did it recently get licensed? Or did it, I, I don't think know. It, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. It's not here. I know it's not on the East Coast. Oh. <laughs> I got I got to play Billy Bibbit and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I think a cuckoo's nest anime would be insane. Oh my but God. Uh, I don't know if they could actually do that. I mean, you know, I guess they could. <laughs> it would be kind of cool. But uh, that would be really cool. I'd, yeah. I'd love to see more uh, more pieces of, of theatrical work turned into uh, turned into into anime. That would be cool. That would that be, that's really a really cool. that's a really good idea for source material. What I know. Like a musical. <laughs> no. Like, like Leonardo. Like rent, the, like rent oh, into an anime. Oh, oh okay. Awesome. I thought you. I've always said you could turn Harry Potter into each book into a, into a TV series. Okay. Yeah, each book could be a season. There you go. <laughs> right, I nice. think that's a movie. I think last question right here. That's called Record of Lotus War. Oh yes. Harry Potter. The Harry Potter thing is already out. What? Familiar zero, basically. What? Megimo. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Megimo. Oh, wait, we have a question. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, I, um, whenever I'm at a convention or in a place where I know I will never, ever be seen again, I tend to find myself a lot more outgoing and, well, likely to shout, yell, make a fool of myself, because I know there are no consequences. However, when I'm with people I know I will see again, I, uh, I'm very reticent, very, you know, very not very coming. Uh, <laughs> unless I know them very well. Okay. Um, as a voice actor, do you ever notice this sort of syndrome when you say you're uh, when you're talking with friends versus when you're uh, performing at a convention or for a, uh, a recording? Well, we perform for a recording with anime. We have to kind of stay on script, so um, we can't get we can't get loud and rambunctious. Um, I've noticed that. Yeah, I, I can't be the geeky fanboy that I used to be. I have to like have a certain level of decorum, and I can't like totally go <laughs> when I see things in the dealer's room and totally have a meltdown. And so it, it, I do. I do feel I have to. I have to represent myself and carry myself a little more proper. Uh, but uh, it hasn't it hasn't stopped me from having a good time. I still still love doing the conventions. Oh, stop! <laughs> I, remember, I remember at Anime Next. Um, oh no! When I first met him. Oh, she's I found had, something. Yeah, I found I've never seen you before. She's digging. Yeah. Um, yeah I was kind of story. a little intoxicated there when I first saw you. Oh, right. <laughs> at the elevator. I was like, oh my god, Michelle Don! Can I give her a hug? It was awful, but. You were fangirling over my pencil board. You were the one that had the Genshin pencil board. Yes. I've <laughs> never been able to find that. I have to. I, that was the only one I found, and it's sold out now. I think that oh was yeah. The one that they found. I don't that was that was back from season one because I don't I don't think. No, she was. Chica yeah. Was no. Chica she wasn't was. in that one. So, yeah, that was it. Is a really really cool Genshin pencil board because it's like, it's just like a lineup of all of them, kind of like walking towards you and then when you flip the pencil board over it's all of them walking away it's really cool <laughs> I have never seen that before or since and it is very very cool yeah and it was five minutes before I got it back yes yes well <laughs> you're lucky you got it back <laughs> okay besides voice acting what do you like to do for fun I mean you got games 360 PS3 you know Wait, let's look Fun stuff you like to do. Do you like to play with your Wii? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 
Oh, I could say something really bad, but that would I don't think that would fly. <laughs> Not on a podcast. Um, when I have time... No wee playing. No wee. It does vibrate, huh? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um... Um, when I have time, I'm usually busy, like, all the time, because, um, I work for another company where I, like, adapt scripts and stuff, so I'm usually busy a lot, but I do have a PS2 with Guitar Hero. I really love Guitar Hero. It's a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) a friend of mine has rock, but I don't have rock band, but a friend of mine does, and... Um, and that friend would be me. Somebody, well, there's you, but there, Renee has one too. So um, sometimes, you know, we'll play that. We'll get together. I've gone over to Bill's house before, played some rock band with his now wife, was yeah. fiance. Uh, fiance now wife. Fiance now wife. Um, what else? I us- When I'm going to New York, I read on the train. <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> But what do you read? I, I do. <laughs> what do you read? Right now, I'm on the 11th volume of Death Note, so don't give it away. Please, don't give it away. What happens at the end? Everybody dies. Everyone dies in Death Note. No. What a twist. <laughs> I couldn't have seen that one coming. <laughs> uh, what else do I like to do? I don't know. I live by the beach, so I love to go to the beach during the summer. Um, the shore. Down the shore. Down the the Joyzy shore. That's me. Asbury Park. Well, I don't go that far. Like Sandy Hook, Seabright, but Asbury Park is cool. Um, what do you do for fun, Bill? I, I breed Krogunks. <laughs> I breed Krogunks. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, I have oh. a DS, but I hardly have time to play it. Okay, here you go. Yes, I, I I was I was I was doing a Pokemon trade on the train ride out here with her. I was I, she didn't have a Krogunk yet, and I've been breeding them. So, but uh, yeah, I, I play a lot of Guitar Hero when I'm home too. Um, yeah, I don't have a PS3 or an X Lax 360, so I don't uh, I don't I don't I don't I don't really I don't really try to promote Microsoft because I run. Microsoft Word on my Mac and it still crashes. <laughs> it doesn't 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 I like me. But we won't get into that because um, I probably just pissed off half of your listening public. Mac user, turn it <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. You're not praising Steve Jobs, so it's okay. No, I, 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 but you know, in the long run, just whenever I get the chance, I try to, you know, play a little little video game action there. <laughs> Do you guys have any inspiration or anybody that you look up to for voiceovers or maybe acting in general that, you know, you think about when you're maybe not in the booth, but in, in general? Ooh, I've got three answers. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are, 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 are three legends that I, 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 I think the world of. Um, yeah, the, the original is Ismail Blank, who um, basically voiced just about every Looney Tunes character out there. And I, I, you know, I, I, I think about that when I'm in the studio because, aside from doing Brock, I voice over 30 different Pokemon now, and a lot of people are like, "No, you can't do that because you're you're gonna run out of voices." And I'm thinking, if Mel Blank can do it, that's what I want to I want to strive for. Not to say that I'm anywhere near the caliber of the man; he was a god, but. Um, <laughs> But that's that's my inspiration for for trying to find as many different voices that I can pull out to do everything from a little frog to a 
tree to a <laughs> monkey to a gigantic sumo Pokemon to just everything you can think of. And um, uh, more currently, who's still around, and uh, another god is Frank Welker because he... Yes. Not Peter Cullen. I love Peter Cullen. But Frank Welker, Frank Welker was Megatron and Soundwave. And the great thing about Soundwave that people don't realize, if you you could probably find it on YouTube, there's a clip in Transformers because what they did was they had him do a voice and then they put it through a vocorder. And um, what would happen? What happened is one point in one of the episodes, like Ravage came back, and instead of being like they hadn't turned the vocoder on, or they had like had recorded the line later, and some tech forgot to do it, and it's just Ravage, good job, and it's Doctor Claw. It's like, wow, that's how he got the voice for Soundwave. He's like, I'm gonna do Doctor Claw, and you're gonna put it through a vocoder, and it's gonna sound awesome. <laughs> And um, so, so yeah, Frank Welker, though, um, he was uni in the Dungeons and Dragons show and, and Slimer in the Ghostbusters cartoon and, and, and the little monkey in Aladdin. He, every time, he's the dolphin in Sequest. So, I mean, basically, if there's a... Don't leave just yet. We're almost done. Um, we, uh, we uh, yeah, so, so he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great, uh, a great, a great voice actor that I look up to. Uh, and, and the more recent one, I, I have to say, in the, the recent years that I've been amazed by is Billy West. He's, yeah. he, Doug. he's Doug, and he was Stimpy, and then he was Ren and Stimpy, and, and now he's like almost everybody in Futurama, and I got to meet him at Icon this he's year. Actually, M &M. I got, and he's the Red M&M, and Honey Cheerios B. Yes, he's, he's done so many different things, and, and I, I met him at San Diego Comic-Con a couple of years ago, and then I met him again at Icon this year, and... I just every time I see him, it's like um, it's like oh yeah, I'm a guest too, so I got to be professional and inside. I'm going to Billy West. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, those are my my three past, present, and future. Yes, yes, he started off on Howard Stern, and that's another thing that gives me hope is that he didn't get into the career. It's a, he started working on Stern when he like turned thirty, and I was like, wow, he because I'm kind of a late bloomer with getting into the anime thing. I was already graduated from college and had been kind of mopping around doing theater going, I gotta do something with my life. <laughs> so uh, I, I was glad to see that he was able to, to make such a career for himself. And within like a 10 year period, he's like just become like, he's, he's everywhere. It's, it's amazing. Michelle, I say the same, they're awesome. Oh. <laughs> All of them, they're great. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Thanks for your thanks for your quick answer for my long-winded one. Yes. Okay. Um, I guess that's almost it. Uh, does anybody? Do you guys have any final thoughts or anything you'd like to share with the audience? Um. Do, 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 Be good to one another. Be good to everyone. Good journey. No. Um. <laughs> Nobody got the He-Man reference. Oh, okay. Master of the Universe. Thank you. Somebody got a good journey. They would say good journey. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Um, buy anime. Don't let the anime industry die uh, with downloading. Please. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to promote it. The PSA. It's the PSA. The more you know. Um, but if you gotta buy them all. Gotta buy them all. Um. I don't know. I guess if you want to be a voice actor, like, never give up on your dreams. And it's really, really hard, and the competition is fierce. And in New York and California, you trip over actors wherever you walk. Because most um, of them are unemployed on the street. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> that was from the third. Um, what, what are your words of wisdom? Um, wow, yeah, I, I guess that's pretty much... Yeah, I, coming up from uh, the fandom when I was young and there was tape trading and stuff going on, I understand that there's the fandom out there. But, you know, when you love a show, also make sure that you're you're buying stuff as well. Don't just download everything. Or trade with your friends. <laughs> Collect them, trade them, catch them all, yes. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, absolutely. Just we're so glad that there are so many people out there that love what we're doing, and we hope to continue to do it for as long as we can do it. Yeah. So. Just remember, you can find really good discounts. I just bought um, Genshikin myself for, like, 30 bucks, and it was like $85, so there are Woo! good deals out there. Amazon.com and Best Buy are my right. best friends. <laughs> best best Buy.com. 30% off. Yeah. You can yeah. definitely find some good deals. Yay! So. All right. Woo. Bill, thank, thank you, you very you, much. Thank you. Michelle, thank, thank you very much. Michelle, nice. Michelle, nice. Michelle, nice. Yeah, I got to pick you up and throw you.
り。どちらにしようかな天の神様の言う通り。
Yes, yes, yes. There's plenty more where that came from. Pretty much, yeah. Should we stick around and heckle you? Sure, if you want to. He was here at Zenkai Con last year, standing ovation. He's been around the con circuit, and he did an appearance here earlier tonight. Give it up for the comic stylings of Uncle Yo. And now I'm using my sock to literally wipe off the dry erase board that I'm trying to use for my game show in a half an hour. So, uh, I guess some basic news. I mean, this is an anime podcast, but a uh, big news for me personally was uh, I recently broke free of MMOs. I declared myself free of the world of Warcraft. <laughs> That's right. Gave up Warcraft, and now I can get back to what really matters in life. Starcraft! <laughs> the sequel is coming out soon, guys. You gotta get ready. Must spawn more overlords! <laughs> I, but, but I... But I feel like video games have gotten they've gotten a lot of opposition since the beginning. I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, even from the get-go, they always say video games are so violent nowadays, like they used to be pure. Wasn't one of the first games you ever played Duck Hunt? That game taught me to shoot geese and hate dogs. <laughs> that thing will wait for me at the gates of hell, man. I'm telling you right now when I refuse to res. But they get a lot of opposition, especially, especially the first-person shooters, because parents don't really like that. Yeah, they don't like the idea of a video game where all you do is run around and you shoot demons and aliens and zombies, and it's like, what the hell else do you expect me to do? It's an army of the undead. You want me to lie down, let the zombies take over? What the hell with that, man? I just got TiVo. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> Finally broke free of the world of Warcraft, got back into what really mattered in my life, Tabletop role-playing. Okay, yeah, totally give it up. Second or third edition D&D. It's one of those amazing things where nothing is cooler than describing what happened in the role-playing game to someone who has no clue what you're talking about because you can embellish as much as possible. You have no idea, man! My dwarf swung off the chandelier, swung his axe into the vampire's neck, severed it in twain, because you know, you know six hours ago it was like you and your friend's basement, like... You hit him for six. <laughs> but yeah, when I played, when I did MMOs, like, when I did World of Warcraft specifically, I did the Forsaken, okay? I did the Undead Race because, you know what? I don't see cannibalism as a last resort. I see Arby's as a last resort. I just like the idea of eating people. It happens to me. Now, if you ever notice, though, if you play the Forsaken, the Undead Race, if you play enough MMOs, Something weird starts to happen. T take careful note of this of your friends who are addicted to them. They give up going to the bathroom. They stop eating. They stop sleeping. They become undead! <laughs> and then my parents threw me out of the house, so I truly became forsaken. <laughs> my girlfriend was not too happy about this obsession either. I want to start a new help group for girlfriends who have become nothing more than just a quick button on the toolbar. You know, F1, mana potion. F2, heartstone. F3, make out? <laughs> oh, I, I call it Widows of World of Warcraft. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> Ladies, we meet on Tuesday. Try the punch, Slytherin free, I promise. Yeah. But you see, I had to get out of it because when you're tabletop role-playing, when you have your friends in the room, you're not lying to yourself. They're there in the room. If they're being idiots, you get to smack them. Now, if you tell me that playing an MMO, I'm interacting with 40,000 other people. 
when your friends come over for tabletop, you have to put pants on. You can play WoW nude and you'd never know. You can't pull that off playing GURPS. Someone will raise questions, or else you're playing strip D&D, in which case you need new friends. I, I had to get back into tabletop because my friends are in the room with me. It's not me in the dark, four in the morning, my laptop. Uh, I'm out of mana again. Uh, one of you stupid bears drop this quest item I need. Oh, score, two silver, yeah. Why would a bear carry silver? Whatever. Uh, did I blink today? I honestly have no rec I'll blink after this next quest. Hey, there goes a gnome. Gnomes are so stupid. I should play my gnome. You see, here's where I had to get out of playing the World of Warcraft. The, this is an honest, honest story. I'm only making half this up. All right. See, there was an article that I read. Five men living in South Korea. South Koreans, let's call them. Who gave up their lives, sat down in a 24-hour internet cafe, and played World of Warcraft until malnutrition and dehydration killed them. They gave their lives for a video game. MMOs have killed five men. The worst part was, in the middle of the ad, Blizzard had bought banner space for the next expansion of World of Warcraft! You don't do that! That's a level of evil that Kira would not touch! You don't use a man's funeral as a publicity stunt for the thing that killed him! Five men have died playing our game. Click here to find out why! Come see what all the fuss was about! We need drones. Now, they always say, I mean, like, video games have come so far and become so much more violent. Well, let's talk about the original, all right? Now, you say Grand Theft Auto is a problem. I defy you to compare it to the original Mario, all right? Grand Theft Auto, you are a black man aspiring to the top of organized crime. Oh, mm -hmm. well, in Mario, you are a sociopathic Sicilian plumber going through a rampage through creatures that have no idea of your existence. You're just there to stomp them. Okay, well, Grand Theft Auto, you sell drugs, like weed, like crack, you can sell prostitutes. Well, in Mario, don't you pop every po poisonous mushroom that comes your way, feel like a big man just starts stomping turtles like it's your job? Alright, Grand Theft Auto, you grab a tank and a helicopter, you can raid a city. In Mario, don't you walk into a dinosaur's castle just to burn it down! <laughs> Hasn't the dinosaur just locked himself in a cage, hoping that you don't come and murder him and his children? And you're like, screw him, man, you're dead! I want gold coins! You're hiding them in the brick! And in the souls of your men! They will be mine now! I'm going to put a saddle on one of your own, a dinosaur. I'm going to have him eat all of your friends. He will work for me. Well, at least in Grand Theft Auto, you know you get to bang the prostitute. You know what that gap is? Kiss from Princess Peach, nailing the prostitute. 20 years, progress. My name's Uncle Yo, and I'm going to go. That's what I didn't get the chance to do uh, earlier today. I had to cut myself short. Thanks a lot, Uncle Yo. Thank you. Thank you. Now, about to wrap things up, before we go, do any 
quick Q and A. Any questions about who we are? Any anime questions or whatever? Stump the guests, like, stump the hosts, whatever. Well, let me ask you. Who enjoyed? What? We got a question in the back, do we? Denied. <laughs> okay, so who pretty much enjoyed the show tonight? Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It does a lot of hard work between us, so the fact that you came out and listened and enjoyed our guests. We appreciate it very, very much. So, if you get a chance, check out our episodes on iTunes, Anime Jam Session. You'll find it on FeedBurner all over the place. YouTube, we're slowly getting there, so check it out. we got 19 episodes up for download. Who here takes mass transit to work? Okay, who here drives to work? Alright, during that time, download our podcast, put it on your iPod MP3 player, it'll make the commute to work, to school, whatever, a, a fun breeze. I'm DJ Ron Mess. And I am Kuro Usagi. Thanks for coming on out. We'll see you at ZenkaiCon next year. Jam Session is a joint production of DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, and me, Sailor Flair. No fanboys or fangirls were harmed in this episode. Check us out at DJRanmaS.net and DisingenuousRadio.com.